0: Welcome to Axios Pro Rata, a podcast that takes just 10 minutes to get you smarter on the collision of tech, business, and politics. I'm Dan Pramack. On today's show, Google goes full honey badger and the auto world's mega merger crashes into a political wall. But first... All the president's missing men. So President Trump came into office promising to bring, quote, the best people into his administration. But what we've gotten instead is largely an empty administration, not one full of the best people or the worst people, but of not very many people. That's the finding of an Axios look this morning at the Trump cabinet, which shows that no president in recent history has started his tenure with as many extended cabinet vacancies as Trump. And it's not even close. Trump cabinet positions have been empty for a whopping 1,397 days so far. At the same time in his first term, Obama's number was just 288 days and George W. Bush just 34 days. In fact, since Reagan, the next closest to Trump's 1397 was Bill Clinton, but he was only at 322 days, meaning Trump's total is four times longer. Why it matters is that we're not talking here about 10th-level bureaucrats. The people we're talking about are supposed to be the ones, the vetted ones, overseeing everything from our military, to our environment, to our relations with the rest of the world. The folks who are there right now are stretched thin, very thin, and that's in the absence of any major crisis. If things turn bad in any arena, then the lack of bodies could begin to bite. In 15 seconds, we'll go deeper with Axios executive editor Mike Allen. But first, this. Axios Chief Technology Correspondent Ina Fried shares breaking news and analysis on the most consequential companies and players in tech from the Valley to D.C. Subscribe to get smarter faster at signup.axios.com And now, back to the ProRata Podcast. We're joined now by Axios Executive Editor Mike Allen. From the reporting this morning, all of these empty cabinet positions, or at least empty in terms of Senate-approved uh, heads of these departments, is this an indication that the so-called deep state is actually alive and well and that federal institutions can kind of survive
1: presidential neglect? Certainly a part of that's true that the government is still functioning, but look at what's not Happening. So sometimes I will visit cabinet secretaries and they will show me the vacant offices, the vacant rooms near their offices. And that's supposed to be their people, their deputies. And so part of this is Senate failing to confirm, but a lot of it is slowness at the White House. Part of it is just a broken process. And part of it is they think this is part of the way to shrink government. Veterans of other administrations will tell you, no, the way you shrink government is not by not having in your own people to do your stuff. Let me actually ask about that,
0: which is, I mean, how much of this is, from your perspective, intentional in this shrinking government thing, as opposed to, as you say, slowness, slowness with the process?
1: Well, <laughs> the method or madness is a big question yeah. of this administration. You could write a book called that. Funny thing is, the president, of course, won't admit this, even when you ask him about it. There's a new book coming out uh, very shortly from Yahoo News called All the Best People. And in an interview for that... The president was asked about this, and he not only said that he had all the people he needed, he said it was a matter of how many he turned away, but he did admit that some of the people that he had picked have been clinkers. That's an old-timey word. That is an old-timey word. Can we read
0: anything? You know, when I look at this, the longest vacancies, particularly the top two, EPA administrators number one, UN ambassador is number two. Can we read something into that with where Trump's priorities or lack of priorities are, specifically EPA and UN being the top two here?
1: Sure, as long as you and I have been covering government and campaigns, people have said people are policy and we're really seeing it here. But the why it matters of this, Dan, is that people who've worked in that building, past officials of other administrations, former officials of this administration, say their biggest worry is the lack of bandwidth and talent in this administration. Like it's always been thinly staffed. There's never been the quality or the quantity that you would expect. In the government, it goes back to the simple fact that, as you know, Dan, the president didn't think he was going to win. I was there. They thought they were going to lose Florida and therefore the election. And so the administration was never adequately staffed. They have not caught up. And that's been compounded by personnel office that is clearly sluggish and the confirmation issues on the Hill.
0: A lot of these positions, which we're calling empty, do have acting heads. Defense, for example, has an acting head at defense. So there is a person physically in the job that just haven't been confirmed by the Senate. Mike, does this, whether it be Trump or somebody else in the next White House, does this become some sort of new normal? Because if I'm the president and I like this person in the cabinet position, do I really care if they've gone through Senate confirmation? I mean, the, the country should care because there's vetting, et cetera. If I'm the president, I've got my guy there and, don't, and,
1: and he doesn't have to go through all that. Aren't I happy? No, I think that's smart. This is a loophole that I think other people hadn't thought of or uh, didn't want to exploit. But yeah, it's incredible that there's the president's chief of staff is an acting chief of staff and has been. It doesn't seem to mind. No, that's right. And the media and the Sunday shows still call Mick Mulvaney acting. I don't know when. We just decide to uh, go ahead that he is the president's chief of staff. But yeah, that goes back to December. So he's been acting for half a year now. I'm
0: thinking back to the Axios on HBO interview last week that Jonathan Swan did with Jared Kushner. And at the end of it, he basically said, what, what do you think this administration will be remembered for? Since administrations usually only remembered for a couple of things in history. And Kushner's response was bringing people to D.C. who aren't from D.C., kind of to bring these outsiders in. But when you look at the Trump, at least particularly the cabinet positions... There's very few outsiders outside of Trump's family. They're mostly folks who used to be in these departments, a couple governors, and then a couple Wall Streeters, so I guess would be the outsiders here. Really, outside of Ben Carson and Betsy DeVos, they're all insiders.
1: You're totally right about that. A better point would have been for him to say that he'd brought the voice of other people, if that's your position, and you could certainly argue that, but you look at the cabinet members in the first term. This will give you pause. Whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, if you think about this cabinet, if the president is reelected, if it's a vindication term, imagine that cabinet. But it's going to make it even harder to bring in people for the jobs who actually do the work. And that's the worry about this lack of bandwidth, lack of experience, lack of talent.
0: Finally, Axios on HBO, can I just ask, quick preview, uh, second episode is 6 p.m.
1: Eastern and Pacific this Sunday night. So Jonathan Swan, abroad. Jonathan Swan will be in Italy in this edition of Axios on HBO with an exclusive look inside the monastery where Steve Bannon has been teaching and preaching populism. We also, for your listeners, Ina Fried did a newsmaking interview with the Google CEO Sundar Pichai. Well, Steve
0: Bannon in a monastery, that makes all sorts of sense. Mike Allen, executive editor or acting executive editor of Axios. Thanks for joining us. My final two right after this. There is more news out there than ever before, but these days it's harder than ever to find it and to know what to trust. Axios AM takes the effort out of getting smart by synthesizing the 10 stories that will drive the day and telling you why they matter. Subscribe at signup.axios.com and now back to the Pro Rata podcast. Now it's time for my final two, and first up is Google, which this morning announced it'll pay $2.6 billion to acquire a data analytics startup called Looker. Why it matters to Google is that this is viewed as a play to help its third place cloud unit better compete with Amazon Web Services and Microsoft Azure. But more broadly, this is Google kind of thumbing its nose at federal regulators and legislators, both of which are launching investigations into possible anti-competitive behaviors by Google and other big tech platforms. DC is certain to take notice of this Looker deal, and its reaction could make Google's rivals either more willing or less willing to do large acquisitions of their own. And finally, Fiat Chrysler last night pulled the plug on its proposed merger with Renault, which would have created the world's third largest automaker. What happened, in a word, was politics. Specifically, the French government, which owns a 15% stake in Renault asked for things to be delayed. Now, part of this was to better smooth things over with Japan, which is worried about the deal's impact on longtime Renault partner Nissan. And in part, it was to get more assurances that the merger wouldn't result in any major layoffs, something of heightened interest in France after GE last week announced plans to put around 1,000 jobs at a gas turbine manufacturing plant out on the street. Fiat Chrysler apparently realized this was going to be more geopolitical risk than it could stomach, and now moves on. For Renault and the French government, they're left to pick up the pieces, and we're done. Big thanks for listening, and to my producer Tim Shovers. If you enjoy these podcasts, please leave us a review. Have a great National Yo-Yo Day, and we'll be back on Monday with another Pro Rata podcast.